Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome back to Investing Yourself, the podcast series hosted by me, your podcast mogul, Phil Better. And I always have amazing guests. And today we have Tabs from the After 30 podcast. Tabs, thank you so much for being a guest. Oh my God. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here. So, Tabs, so, you. Let's do it. You're a podcaster. You have a podcast for people, I'm guessing, over 30 years of age. <laughs> you, 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 you got, got a great it. demographic <laughs> there. <laughs> you nailed it. Yeah, it's very intentionally after 30s. So we're not like focusing just on 30s because, as you know, we all age. And unfortunately, and niece and I, I know when we uh, first started it, uh, we were both in our 30s, but now she's actually going to be turning 42 this year because we're on our third season so we uh yeah we're very intentional about after 30 30 and beyond you know whatever whatever that looks like <laughs> whatever that really means <laughs> no one knows no yeah. one knows and at least you're, so your podcast is kind of like a roadmap or at least a, a map of sorts for people when they're growing older so they're like hey look we didn't have it when we were younger but at least you have some guidance Totally. That's exactly what it is. You nailed it. Like the whole point of it is, I mean, we have such a range of topics that we cover because there's just so many things at that stage in your life. I feel like when, not even necessarily when you turn 30, but in your thirties, like that decade, there's just a lot of change. There's a lot going on. You're maybe in you're maybe starting a family or you have a young family and maybe not. And maybe that's an intentional choice. And that's a whole other thing. You're maybe buying property. And so you're spending like a shit ton of money on like, like you haven't before, you know, your <laughs> career. Like I think your thirties is huge time for you to be really hustling in your career. You have a better sense. You've already been working for a decade. You have an idea of what you're doing. You're maybe a manager. You're maybe getting more into an executive level. So there's like a lot of focus on career and, you know, maybe you're already married or maybe you're getting married. Like, it's just like packed. There's a lot going on in that decade, you know? And so I think that's really the impetus behind why we wanted to start it is that that is obviously where we both were in our lives. And we just felt like keeping it broad with after the After 30 podcast, it also is telling you quite specifically what you can expect too. We cover a range of topics everywhere from marriage to making friends later in life to career to kids to, you know, just all the things that we're going through. So it was kind of a, it was a cool way for us to be broad, but also specific. If that yeah, sense. you're, you're like, it's fun the with it. Like a lot of people in the industry of podcasting say you have to niche down to or niche or whatever, however you pronounce that word, down to something super <laughs> yeah. specific. And you guys yeah. haven't, but you have. Like yeah. you were able to yeah. say like, our topic is anybody over 30. This is, you got your demographic perfect. Cause like, totally. who, who are listening to podcasts? People in their thirties, because we're, it's our generation that created this and it's our way of listening. Yeah. So your, your demographic is on point for yeah. who you're going after, but also you're niche down enough because this is stuff that we're dealing with, who, who your audience is. So you're niche, but you're not because you're I talking know. about everything in life. I love it. Oh, my God. 
right, Phil? There are no accidents here. This is uh, no, very, no. Uh, and, and being someone in their yeah. mid thirties, um, it's a great <laughs> podcast to listen to and try and figure out how the hell we do this. Um, yeah, and it's cool because we have like some really cool guests that come on that it's an opportunity for us. Like, I mean, we'll talk about this more, but I think that's probably like one of my favorite parts about doing this is that exposure that I personally have been given doing the show is I've gotten to meet some of the coolest people that right. can bring just such a wealth of knowledge on really specific topics that yeah. I would never have otherwise had those conversations. You know what I mean? Like, so, you know, we're talking to people about IVF one day, and then we're talking to somebody else about grieving, you know, like a, an incredible, um, psychotherapist about grieving. So like, it's just such a range and it's just like really rich, rich conversations with experts that, yeah, well, I wouldn't normally be able to have those kind of, <laughs> have that kind of exposure. It's so cool. You know? Yeah. Then the networking through podcasting is insane. Um, I'm actually, yeah. uh, going to be interviewing live on my, uh, on this podcast later today, Travis Chapel, who built oh, the uh, cool. build your network podcast Yeah, um, that just ended. I just found out that it ended listening to his most recent episode. And I'm like, so oh. disappointed because it's such an amazing podcast. Yeah. We interviews uh, a whole bunch of like monumental people in the entrepreneur space, but he's coming back with a new one and uh, he's going to talk about it on the show. But okay. yeah, having the connections, like, with my different podcasts, I've had the opportunity to speak with millionaires. Yeah. Huh? Casual. Ooh. Just just like a casual conversation with a millionaire, sports, sports okay. owners, like sport team owners, totally. founders, yeah. you know, all these people. And it's all through yeah, podcasting. Yeah. It's it's amazing. Yeah. Um, but I want to go back to the very beginning of your podcasting. Yeah. Journey. Cool. When did you start podcasting? Like when did podcasting enter into your realm, if you will? Yeah, I mean, so about three and a half years ago, which is kind of a cool story because it was a time for Anise and I, like we're we're friends, we've been friends, we're based in Toronto, both of us, and uh, we've been friends for about six years. And yeah, about three and a half years ago was a time in both of our lives where things were almost like a little bit slower. We were both going through um, transitions. I had just had my first, my my only, my uh, little guy. Um, so he's three and a half now. And Anise was going through a bit of a transition work-wise. She was going back to do her master's in psychotherapy. So we, and she, we're also both entrepreneurs. We have our other businesses. I'm, um, as you know, I'm a brand strategist. I'm an um, freelance consultant, but then I also, um, have founded this fitness company and then we have the podcast. So, and Anise has a, a number of ventures as well. So we had, even though we're very busy entrepreneurs, we had a down, a little bit of a downtime in our world. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, like, a Oh, we had a couple of days. Right? We're like, Hey, yeah. let's start another venture. Cause we we're not yeah, busy I enough know. as it is. I know I the know. feeling, <laughs> but we were like, we have time. And we were just like hungry for creating something. And I think Anise and I have a really special relationship, which I'll definitely talk about more. And I wish she could have been here today, but she couldn't, but, um, our conversations are so rich. There's a lot of things that we have in common, but what is a through line is we have a very, very deep respect for each other. And we're, there's commonalities of course, and our values, but we're also very different. We come from very different backgrounds. Um, we have very different views. So we have really, really rich dynamic conversations. And 
it was just, it came out of a natural, like that's where it came from, that we were having these sort of meta theoretical conversations sometimes. And we kind of went, man, it would be, it would be really cool if like, what if we just did this? What if we did a podcast and we noodled, like, what do we call it? Do we want it? You know, all we talked about at the beginning, like how niche do we want to go? How focused do we want to go? Um, and yeah, we just, we landed on this because it felt exactly relevant for what we are personally going through, what we want to talk about. And frankly, it's an outlet for us. Like we love it so much and it's a creative outlet for us to, um, learn about things that are going on in our lives or talk about exact things that we're going through right now. Like we had just finished an episode a couple of weeks ago that was about making difficult decisions with your partner when you're not aligned. And it's because we were both going through that and we had never gone through that to that extent before, like really hard choices when you're not immediately aligned. And so we wanted to talk about it. So it gives us this like incredible outlet and this incredible creative outlet to do it. So, yeah, so that's really where it came from. And um, we knew nothing about podcasting. I mean, I'm a brand strategist. I've been in marketing. So that, of course, helped. And us both being entrepreneurs, of course, helped because we could figure shit out. You know, I think that's the biggest <laughs> thing with podcasting. You have to just like figure out how to do it and you have to hustle and, and just get your hands dirty. So we both have that in us. So that was sort of easy, if you will. Um, but, but that's really how we started. We had no help. We had really no idea what we were doing and we just figured it out. And now like three and a half years in, we're like, you know, like veterans, like, excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> Dustin, the sh- yeah, we, yeah. Do it. Yeah, we, we know what we're doing. Um, yeah. So your why is just like you wanted to have conversations and share those conversations with people. Yeah. Just to help people out. Yeah. And I would also say that what was important to us is this is a really cool medium. It's we started it three and a half years ago when it was still, I would say, more in its infancy. Obviously, there was a ton of podcasts at that point, but it's really grown in the last three and a half years. And it was really important to us to have to utilize this platform to connect with people and to, I mean, that like everybody says that, but for us, our goal, it's a very like fireside chat, come to our dinner table kind of vibe. And we want people to feel seen and heard. And that's really, really important to us. I think that we live in a world where we're so connected, but also incredibly disconnected. Right. And so it's, especially in some of these less talked about conversations where maybe you can't have that conversation or you're not having those conversations with your friends or your family. We wanted to talk about some of those topics that make you feel like you're listening to it and you're like, yeah, yeah, that's exactly how I feel. And you almost like aren't listening anymore because you've like put yourself in the situation that we're talking about and you're thinking about how that relates to your own life. You know, that's, that was really, really what we wanted people to feel um, and how we wanted to connect with people. So that's super important to us. And honestly, that's like the biggest win whenever we hear feedback or um, whenever we hear what people want to talk about, that's what lights us on fire is when people are like, that was it. Like I felt I was nodding along the whole time or I was laughing along the whole time, you know, like when they really feel like they're like in the chat, like that's, they're they're part of the conversation they're right there and they're i that's those are the podcasts i really enjoy like yes i listen to the business podcasts that are just teaching you and just not like they're lecturing you but then you get the good podcast where you're like 
you're, it's like you're talking with friends, you're cozying up with a good book and yeah. you're like, yeah, this is, this is what I want. This is, this is the kind of chats that I have with my friends and I'm getting to yeah. have it with other people because, you know, pandemic wise, we're not, we weren't allowed to meet people. So, totally, um, totally. but also and the pandemic. Too, Cause like literally when I guess it was maybe middle of the summer when we'd hit our hundredth episode, we had had, we had done 50 episodes before the pandemic and we had done 50 episodes in the pandemic. It was like the craziest split. It was, it was really interesting. But. Yeah. You're like, we can tell you exactly how life was before the pandemic for 50 episodes yeah. and now at, yeah. during the pandemic for 50. That's amazing. Um, yeah. yeah so you're at 117 episodes. Yeah. You must, you must have overcame a few pain points, or at least one pain point. Oops, sorry. Yeah, uh, plenty, plenty. <laughs> what is mm -hmm. one pain point that you're like, you're so happy, kind of like it was a struggle, but now that you overcame it, you're like, that was like something you're proud of overcoming. Yeah, good one. Okay, I want to try and get specific with this, but I would say what's really made all the difference is Anise and I figuring out how to really work together and where we could really lean into each other's strengths and backfill our weaknesses. And we like, and I, so in terms of like a pain point, like there's lots of, well, that is kind of a, a, a pain point because a lot of people, when yeah. they start a podcast with a co-host, it's usually one person is like gung ho about it. The other person's like, yeah, sure. I'll, I'll, I'll do it. Yeah. And then, there's not a clear definition of roles. And then there's the anger that can go towards the other person oh, and stuff, but like you're working together. With a friend, right. It's totally yeah. the same. Yeah. Like you, I think it is really important to maybe not formally, but it is definitely important to outline what you're each going to be doing and how much time you're almost sort of agreeing. We'll talk about that more too later, but like how much time you're agreeing to commit to the podcast. Cause it is, it's a ton of time, but I would say, one thing that is also realistic is like, or one thing that is crucial for us is that respect and really that our friendship is underlying everything that we do. And so, because some pain points have come up where it's exactly what we're talking about now, where the balance is totally off, you know, like maybe Anise is going through something and she's got school and she's got work and she's got like personal issues and she just cannot keep up with all the work that we need to be doing. She's cause we're, we produce it and edit it ourselves. We do mm -hmm. all of that work. We do all the marketing. So we, you know, there's been definitely times where that ebb and flow has gone back and forth. I can't keep up. And then she's making up for me. And then, but I think the biggest thing and what we have learned from the past of doing that is that that's okay. That is really, really okay. If you can support each other and if you can talk about it and if you can, and that's really what happened with us is like, you know, sometimes you might even course correct. Like if we've gone through that over holidays, we'll intentionally be like, okay, cool. We've done at this point, 60 episodes. We don't need to do another one because we have them come out every Friday, every week. And they're, you know, anywhere from you batch them. Yeah. Yeah. Like anywhere from 25 to 35 minutes. So it's a good chunk of work. And there's occasionally there's times that we've gone 
let's not do a new one this week because we've got way too much shit on. Let's pull from the vault and pull in one of our old episodes that is so rich in content and our new listeners haven't heard it yet, maybe, or our existing listeners would love to hear it again. So I guess I, I think the pain point is really like making sure that we're like, or what has happened to us before our pain point is if we got out of balance and got out of sync with how much work we were both contributing. And then particularly the the pain in that is if we didn't talk about it and then resentment was building or crunchiness was happening and we had to just deal with that. You know, we had to like, and this is where our friendship and, and our really strong connection has we've overcome those pain points because we forced each other to talk about it and figure out what we both needed to do to either change our plan or I would, you know, do more when she couldn't do some, or I would pick up the slack or she would pick up the slack and, you know, you, you, we'd solve it that way. But, but now if that happens, it's, it's a lot, it's seamless. And we, and we know how to check in, we know how to tell each other where we're at, like, you know, so you've gone into a, a system in essence, you have I a system for it. Yeah. Um, you, you mentioned pulling from your back catalog, which is yeah. not a lot of podcasters do. Cause they think they always need to redo content all the yeah. time. And that generally is true if you're doing a live show or it's like specific to events such as sports and oh, all right. that you do need to do that. But yeah. with your podcast, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it depends on your niche, your crowd, and all that. Your your content is like it's all relevant because every week someone could be dealing with something and you putting it out, or you're you're on your social media re re reposting a previous uh, episode or clip. Yeah. Um, what is another tip you would have? Because obviously, being able to use yeah. your previous episodes or cutting up your previous episodes or anything like that to make a a, a highlight reel or something. What is another tip? you would have yeah. for uh, podcasters beginning or even intermediate podcasters? Yeah, I would say, I would say plan, <laughs> like kind of like setting up your business plan, have a plan. And, and if you're doing it on your own, or if you are doing it with a co-host or multiple ho like co-hosts, talk about what the expectations are what is the cadence that you want to be doing is, are you doing shows weekly? Are you doing shows monthly? Are they an hour? Are they half an hour? Get really specific and clear on what that plan and that cadence is. And then my tip would really be to back out from there, how much work needs to go into that and have an idea. I mean, like I said, my background's in marketing. So I do have a very clear idea on how much is required if you are wanting to get your podcast sponsored and you're wanting to have ad placements like that's a whole other body of work that takes significant time and if you don't have the expertise are you hiring somebody to come in and do it like i just think there's a lot to be said there's like one of my favorite sayings is preparation is separation and uh it's it's just that's that's what it is right like you really have to have an idea of what is required to go into it, your time, your energy, your money, maybe, um, because there's definitely an opportunity to make money in podcasting, but it, it takes a lot to be able to put into that. Um, and there's a lot more competition. And then we're also being competing with like, you know, smart lists and all of these incredible, like celebrities that are wanting to put out podcasts now. So there's, there's a lot of competition out there. So I think the more you can have 
a clear understanding of what you're wanting to do, set your expectations um, and align that with, I suppose, how much time and energy and money it's going to take. I like that. Perfect. Yeah. Perfect. Planning, planning is key. Cause like you said, yeah. it's separation. It separates you from the pack. Um, I want to go back. You, you mentioned something, and this does go into your tip about planning um, about time management yeah. when it comes to podcasting. Would you like to expand on that and what you mean? Like time, like how much time goes into the back end of it? Yeah. 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 I mean, I mean, I'm a, I'm a producer. And so I like, so I know, and I knew before this, that if you are going to do one episode, that's half an hour and you're going to have a guest, um, maybe that guest, maybe you're lucky enough that that guest has approached you, but usually that's only going to come when you're a bit more established or you have a significant brand already, and then you're launching. So if you're starting something kind of from nothing, uh, you are likely also uh, trying to get your guests to come on. So there's some guest outreach and there. So there's time in that finding the right people and making sure that when you're pitching to them, it's also really specific and appropriate. So you just don't go to the bottom of their email. Right. So there's time and energy into getting that guest on. Then I think it's invaluable if you are actually planning a little bit what that episode is going to be about. I mean, this is how our show is structured. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, it's a little different than what we're doing with you today, Phil, where you have like similar questions that you can rotate with different guests and they're going to have wildly different answers. And that's fabulous. Yeah. But with us, we take really different topics each time and we want to be really specific and clear on like, okay, what are we trying to say here? Like, we don't want to, we want to get something like if we want to talk about IVF, for example, because I brought that up earlier, like what can they tell us that is not, is not like information known already. Is, yeah, that we don't know already. Tell us something new, right? So we have to, we spend a lot of time and it is probably like Anise and I will have conversations and then we're writing scripts and then we're sharing that with the guest. So, you know, you can imagine how much time goes into that. And then of course you actually record that part's super fun. Then you get into editing like Jesus. I mean, if you're high, if you're pulling somebody in to edit for you, great, but you still have to feedback no, on at that least a bit. do it and approve it. But if you're editing it yourself, like that's a whole other can of worms that you need to learn those programs and then you need to do it yourself. And, and depending on how much content you're doing, like I'll give a, a little example. Like if we are cutting a 40 minute episode and I'm, I mean, I'm a pretty, I'm a pretty tight producer. So I want it to be pretty, pretty crisp. So it'll take me an hour probably to get a 40 minute episode into, you know, 28 minutes or something so that just gives you a sense and and then of course you're promoting it like jesus what are you doing there you, you know you're putting it on your rs feed and you're putting on whatever platforms happen and that part's not so bad because you can pop it on one platform and it goes across onto multiple yes but still like if you are promoting it on linkedin or any other like instagram or any other social channels or if you've got a website so it's like all up. It's like one 30 minute free episode. And I'm not even talking about ads. I didn't even talk about ads or sponsorship. <laughs> in that. That's a whole other hustle. Right. So like, yep. it's, it's insane that we all consume so much free content now, right. Between all our social channels, all podcasting, and you'll listen to a 30 minute episode. And there was probably 15 hours of work that went into 30 minutes you know, yeah. depending on, on the quality of what you're listening to. And, and if they're backed by a 
by a network. Yep. Like there's all kinds of other things that can go into it, but it's a lot of time. <laughs> so, no, no, uh, I, I, I can, I can tell you it's a lot, it's a lot of time uh, running six podcasts and producing about a, another six myself. I know how much time it takes to <laughs> do everything yeah. and make sure everything runs as smooth as possible. That's why I have systems yeah. in place. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. Work smarter, not harder. Yeah. That's my motto. Um, but like tabs, I, I do have a question because I, I, I'm going to be listening to your first episode, which is friendship in your thirties. Yeah. Which making new ones and letting others go, <laughs> which is something I think a lot of people in your thirties, like millennials have a lot of problems with that. We're in the, yeah. I found out that I'm a gen, 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 geriatric millennial recently. Cause I was, Are you? yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. I didn't even Seven. know that was a thing now. Like I, oh. I, I, it's a new thing. And I guess, uh, do you guys talk about that? Like the new yeah. terms coming out? Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then, yeah, like we, we'll talk about the Gen Xers. And, and I think actually it's funny because I'm not quite a geriatric millennial, but Anise is like, whatever that term is for like, she's like a baby Gen Xer actually. So she's right on the cusp. She's a cusper Gen Xer. So, but yes, we do talk about that. Being a cusp, like being in that cusp area is the worst period because you don't know who you fit in with. No, what <sighs> box am I in? You know. Yeah, do I fit with the Gen Xers? No, because I'm kind of more millennial, but I don't really fit with the millennials because no. Yeah, totally. no, it's, it, it's weird. Um, what has been your favorite memory so far in your podcasting journey or in from podcasting? Like, is there been an experience maybe that podcasting brought to you? That was like, mm. like you were able to, like, I got invited to talk at a, uh, be a media person my first time ever in next oh, month. Cool. So like that, that's like right now my favorite memory, having that invitation, but yeah, that's so cool. <laughs> something oh, for you. Maybe. Man. We have so many, like we've been invited to some cool fashion shows and we've been like, I mean, that was actually pre pandemic to be, to be honest. I mean, uh, yeah, a lot of really cool exposure. I had some really like I've had some real fangirl moments with some of our guests, like, like we've had some Academy Award winning artists on some Emmy winning artists on like, so we had Stephen Lee Olson on when he was talking about um, when he was just about to have his first baby. And he, he wrote one of my favorite songs for um, Keith Urban. So I was like kind of fangirling out with him. And so I've had a lot of those moments, but I, I would say one of my favorite is um, I want to do more, producing and film and television. And this has allowed me to get closer to that um, based on some of the people that I've met. And um, yeah, I would say one of the like major highlights that's happening for me right now is through the podcast, we had interviewed someone who's an Academy Award winning um, sound, I guess they're called sound engineer, I think he was for Shape of Water. And uh, and through that, I'm now like, he's kind of pulling me under his wing a little bit. And I'm oh my God. Yeah. And I'm like getting exposure to, to his world. And, and I just, I'm kind of just losing my mind at that opportunity. Come I can only you know? imagine. So yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I kind of had a similar moment. I, I was a guest on another podcast and a VX, a VFX supervisor for one of my favorite yeah. shows was also a guest. Oh, so and so good. just, just hearing some of the, like some of the fun little behind the scenes stuff about the show yeah. and the visual effects, I was like, Oh my yeah. God, trying, like I'm like, trying to be all professional. So cool. 
Ugh. being all professional but inside you're like you're 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 fangirling out like you said you're like you're just trying and it's weird because i've worked in the entertainment industry when i was younger going to conventions yeah. meeting celebrities so like yeah. meeting a celebrity for me is like oh it's nothing but like oh my god you worked on my favorite show in the vh oh my god yeah. it's, like, it's something that's so so important to you right it's like yeah. it's a totally different thing yeah so all right Tabs, we're coming to near the end, uh, and this is the part of the podcast I hate the most because I have to say goodbye <laughs> to you, and I don't want to say goodbye to you because I'm having so much fun talking with you, and I'm definitely, definitely inviting you, and we're gonna get your co-host on. And yeah, yeah, on of course. Time. I'm gonna jump off the screen. I want you to let my audience know where they can find you. Do the call to action, if you will. The call to action, of course. The, the, the famous one for podcasters. Everybody else is like, "What's a call to action?" Podcasters <laughs> like, "We know that. We know that good." This is, uh, the, this is where we want you to do something. Yeah. Yeah, that's what a call to action is. So give yeah. give your call to action. I'll come back. We'll say goodbye, and then uh, cool. we'll send everybody off. Awesome. Well, guys, you can listen to us at um, search the After Thirty Podcast. Or, of course, you can follow us on Instagram at the After 30 Podcast. Um, also, find us on LinkedIn or Facebook or uh, on www.theafter30podcast.com. <laughs> there we go. Sorry. I'm just writing down notes because I forgot to ask you about your merchandise. I don't want to ask you about that now because oh, I want to do yeah. it for a follow-up because you guys do it, have a different style of merchandise than I've seen podcasters do. So <laughs> yeah, I do want to follow up with that on the next time. <laughs> When's tease. your birthday? We got to send you one, Phil. We've got oh, one. I'll tell you. I don't want to say it on air. I'll tell you after uh, okay, <laughs> in the green room okay. and that. Um, ladies and gentlemen, I am, of course, Phil Better. This is the Invest in Yourself, the podcast series where we interview amazing podcasters so that you can learn from them and from their uh success today we've been interviewing tabs from the uh, after 30 podcast a podcast for anybody over 30 who needs some help learning about what it is to be in 30 or, or even 40 50 60 wherever you are in your life if you're not a child in essence this podcast is probably <laughs> for you but if you're coming up to your 30s maybe listen to it too um tabs i want to thank you so much i'm looking forward to having you on in the future and hearing about the success you guys have on your thank podcast. You. Ladies and gentlemen, please make sure you go and check out the links in the show notes down below to follow the After 30 podcast and Tabs herself. Um, and of course, our podcast here. Make sure you invest in yourself so that you can have a lovely life after 30. <laughs> Thank you.